What's going on, everybody? Welcome in to the Ben Tim Sports Podcast. If you've never met us, I'm Ben. And I'm Tim. What's up, everybody? Yeah, what's up? So, this is kind of a crazy thing uh, because about a year and a half ago, uh, I was doing my own thing over at NGU. Shout out, NGU. Um, And I met this dude named Tim. I had no idea who he was. He was supposed to intern for me uh, when I was up in the higher level ranks. Uh, but now Tim's up in the higher level ranks, and I'm just here in his little Greenville studio now. Yeah, we kind of flip flop here. Yeah, it's it, it's he's behind the board. I'm not. I'm just over here behind the mic. So I mean, it's it's 100. But don't be fooled. We're both co-hosts. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, there's not like a main host. It's no, like no, a no. it's kind of like a back and forth type thing. You know, no big deal. So how you been, man? It's been like a year. Well, I know since this, people I've, have heard our voices together on the same thing. Right. It's probably been a year. Yeah, it's been it's been a it's been a while, man. Yeah, like, seriously, if, I haven't seen you s- since I graduated. Yeah, up, up there, man. How are things up at the Ville? You know? Uh, it, it's great. Well, they canceled fall sports. Um, yeah, I was. Very, I, I did see that. I was very very upset. Um, because of the fact of you know, I this was supposed to be my senior year. It's not. Um, still junior in some ways, forms and fashions. Uh, but you know. Fourth year going in, you know, you want to have that highlight memory year, uh, but Corona has just kind of killed it. <laughs> hey, spoiler alert, COVID sucks. Yeah, COVID does right? suck. I'm, oh, my goodness. But we're here. We're we are here. It, yeah, yeah, we're here. We're, so. we're, we're socially distanced yeah. right now. Yeah, we're, we're, we're six feet apart. We are, for yeah. sure. Well, we want to thank you guys for tuning in to our very first podcast, the, the very first episode of the Ben Tim Sports Podcast. And we're going to cover a lot of different things on, on every show. Uh, today we're going to cover some college football in the first segment here in, in just a second. And then we're going to get to a little MLB, and then we're going to close the show out with some soccer, uh, NBA, NBA bubble talk. Man, a lot of talk about there. Yeah. The, the playoffs getting ready to start. The play-in game, man, that, that's going to be interesting between the Grizzlies and the Trailblazers. Yeah, and then some things to watch at the end. That way y'all can watch those during the week, and then by the time next week we'll be able to talk about it. And you'll have some insight, and you'll be ready to give some questions, thoughts, and comments over on our social media pages. Uh, so thank you all for listening. We do appreciate it. The reason why we called this the Ben Tim, uh, we kind of got stuck on a name, but then See, we went I wanted back to, to go, our childhood. I, yeah, I, I suggested the BLT Sports Podcast. Yeah. The, you know, Bacon, List Tomato, because you're Benjamin London, BL, and I'm Timothy T. But Ben kind of sp- spit on that a little bit. Yeah, I was like, I'm not a big lunch person, so, you know, I'm just kidding. Um, I love all things food, except... Some stuff. No I'm reason, a very picky eater, believe it or no not. There's no reason to be politically correct. Yeah. So, I'm a fan of all sports, but I, or, so or a fan of all things. But. We're not copywriting Ben 10, but no. we just changed two letters and called it the Ben 10. And I was down. I was like, you know, <laughs> let, let, let's call it that. Let's move on, man, I, and let's go talk about yeah. some sports. Brother. All right. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and talk some sports. So college football, Um, I, I'm pretty sure you're aware of literally everything and anything going on. In the college football world, yes. since this man does work for ESPN Upstate, so I do, and I, I um in the fall in my last semester at NGU, I actually worked in one of our stations doing Clemson football. Yeah, and basically, I got sit, I got paid to sit twelve hours in a studio and watch college football all day. Man, that's like a dream job right there. Like, oh, oh you're, you're telling, dude, me. you're you're lit- all you literally get to do for a living is sit there and watch college football games for a, and you get paid for doing it. There's a huge that that's a huge advantage. So I'm like, man, that's a dream job right there. 
Oh. So oh, it's a it's a lot of fun. <laughs> I will assure you. So uh, if you if you live under a rock, um, I'm gonna try to catch you up. So the Big Ten, the Pac-12, the MAC, and also uh, the Mountain West are out of this college football season. But so far, so far, the ACC, the SEC, the Big Twelve, and the, the Sun Belt are still in. What do you, what do you think about that? Sun Belt, Fun Belt, baby. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It's a very interesting situation, obviously, everything going on with COVID. Uh, it feels like half people are, are, are shutting down and the rest are just are, are, are just staying there. It's like, well, you know, we're going to stick through this. Yeah. It, it's. It, I don't know how long it's going to last. I don't know if eventually everybody's going to go or we're just going to have it, half the teams play in the fall, half the teams play in the spring. It remains to be seen. Um it's very interesting. I don't. I don't. I don't know really true what to make of it. I don't know how much of it is going to devalue the champion. Yeah, and, and I, we we talked about this a little bit right before we came on. Right. Um. And I think you had Paul Feinbaum. Yeah, I was just I'm about correct. to mention. I've yeah, got, I've, I've got a little bit of audio here from Paul Feinbaum and Ryan Clark. We'll listen to that, and and we'll come back and we'll tell you our thoughts and whether or not the the. the champion of the college football playoff if, if there were to be one because i know that the, the mark Emmert came out and said fall championships are canceled it, but except football it was very confusing yeah the only thing's d1 that's left yeah it's, but, but anyway we'll listen to this audio we'll come back and we'll give our thoughts on it at the end of the day if, if, if these three conferences go forward without the two that aren't playing and they go through your regular college football playoff is the champion legitimate Yes, uh, and even though I've labored on this, Greeny, uh, in, in the year 2020, there is no normal. There's no, well, it's different than it used to be. Uh, if you play for a championship and you win, you're going to claim the championship. And the Big Ten and the Pac-12 can say it's not fair, but they haven't really competed very well in the championship anyway. It's been about Dabo Sweeney's team for the last five years in either Alabama or LSU, and Georgia made a run as well. So I, I think if, if we, have, we get that, we're that fortunate, and I, I mean it. If we're that fortunate to have a, a, a college football playoff champion, uh, I think everyone should just be happy and say, you, you're, the, you're the guy, you're the champion. Congratulations. Look at that stat from Hembo. No team from outside those two conferences has won a game in the playoff the last five years. So, RC, same question to you. If it, if it ends this year, if these three conferences play, is the champion legit like it would be in any other season? Well, you know, I'm an SEC guy, so, you know, I lean with Paul. Like, it doesn't really matter. Clemson's going to be in there, and the other team from the SEC is going to be in the championship. One of those two teams will come out and be the champion, and that's what happens in a normal year. But it's hard to say that when you've seen Ohio State compete, when you've seen teams from the Big Ten have good runs uh, in the college football playoffs since we've had them. And so, you know, it's just one of those things that there will be a champion. The champion of what? We don't know. Can you call them a national champion? I'm not sure. Can you call them the champion of the teams that say, forget science, we don't know what COVID's <laughs> going to do anyway, so we still going to play, and we won that championship. Can you call them the Power 3 champion? They're going to be a champion of some sort. They're going to be the best team of the teams that decided to play. And that's all you can be this year. So I agree with Paul. There's not going to be an asterisk next next to it. I also don't know if you can call it the national champion. But think about it. When you win the Super Bowl, when you win the NBA championship, you are called the world champion. You're only playing people in America. So maybe that there's a way you can say, you know what? These are the teams that play. This is the best team of this group. They are the champion of that. See, a lot of interesting and great points are made by both both of those uh, men there. For the first time, I actually kind of agree with Paul. 
Yeah, I, I'm I'm not a big fan of Paul Feinbaum. Neither, but, am, neither am I. Um, I definitely agree because I was watching Sports Center on Snapchat on today, Saturday, August the fifteenth. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Uh, they were talking to the Clemson running back, not Travis Etienne. It's the backup running back. I don't know his name. Um, Lynn J. Dixon, probably. I don't know. Anyway, so long story short, he was saying, I think this national championship would be worth more because of the fact of everything you had to go through just to get there. And I think that's a very good point because of the fact of, you know, you've had to deal with COVID. You've had to deal with being responsible, keeping everybody accountable, and social distance on top of that. Go to class. Make sure you're not around your peers that aren't football players and do the right thing to keep everybody safe and keep everybody playing on the field. Right, that's a very good and valid point. But you also can't ignore the fact that two major players in this. Now, I say that I really don't mean the Pac-12. Okay? Yeah, I'm talking about more of long lines of mainly Ohio State because that is a team, honestly, in my opinion, might have been the best team in the country last year. Yeah, and I think a lot of people were going to argue the point that they had a a very good run this year with Justin Fields as quarterback. And, you know, they've drafted a lot of five stars. They were up there in the top five in recruiting last year. So I think a lot of people would have that argument of, hey, this could have been our year, and now we just don't know. Um, And my question is, and tell me your thoughts, if we do have a half of a college season in the fall, then you have two other conferences playing in the spring – you technically have to have your national champion from the winter and the one from the fall play each other, or the spring and the fall, just to have a national championship when, okay, let's say the national championship winner this year was Clemson. Would you have to make sure they practice all the way through spring just to play one game at the end of the spring against maybe an Ohio State, maybe somebody from the Big Ten, Pac-12, you know, that's just a crazy logic, but welcome to twenty twenty. Welcome and, to twenty twenty, and, and eventually that be twenty twenty one. But I don't, I don't see how that that, that would work. I, I don't see how no you would have does. half play and half play. Excuse me, half play in the fall, half play in the spring. And honestly, and I got to tell you something. I don't, I don't support spring football. The only no, way I will support no. spring football is this: you do what the MLS did, and that you bring back and you play an NCAA tournament style. Yeah, and, and no, maybe play one scrimmage game or something, but then just play everybody up, line get get four regions, line them up one through sixteen and each four, and then just play an NCAA tournament game. Yeah, or, or, or NCAA, then, NCAA tournament. That's the, the only fact, way. That's the, the only way because honestly, if if we support players' uh, health and safety, I remember Mike Greenberg was talking about this on Get Up. I believe it was Mike, but anyway, excuse me, it was Reese Davis. I apologize. Yeah, it was Reese Davis talking about that. Um. Saying it, it, you can't keep talking about player safety and then play a spring and then play in the fall. Again. That's right. And so uh, honestly, I I don't see how they're gonna do it. Yeah. Because they're they're playing to to play in the spring and then play again in the fall. I heard, and I'm just like, how in the world are you gonna do that and put these players back out there? And, I mean, it, it just do, it, it doesn't make sense to me. And it's a whole mess that they're gonna have to sort through. Yeah. And I I think probably and tell me if I'm wrong. The person who was mad about this whole thing going to the spring, playing in the spring, had to be Ryan Day. Had to. Oh, absolutely, because right now there's a chance he won't get a chance to play Clemson. Yeah. And you know that's what they want to do after last year because I'll tell you, I'm a Clemson fan. I love that Clemson won that game, but I got to tell you. They shouldn't have. They should not have won that game. <laughs> if Ohio State, 
it, it was going to talk about the play where didn't that it, fumble. Yeah, but yeah. honestly, it's like I'm like if you'd have just converted, you know, one or two play, uh, times in the red zone, you'd have won that game in the first half. Yeah. But anyway, and that Ryan Day's like, man, I'm not going to get a chance to play Clemson. And that's what they really want. They want a chance to play Clemson, and they're chomping at the bit to play him again to prove that they were the better team. Well, also got to think you got to think on the recruiting side of this too. True. If you're if you're think okay, logistically right now in the 2021 class, they're number one right now, and they have over 10 five stars committed to Ohio State. My thing is, if you're a 2021 commit, do you really want to go play football in the spring and then back in the fall? No, you don't. You want to go play for a program that's playing right now. And And with with football, you you your body needs time to recover. That's why the offseason is as long as it is, because the players play, if you make it all the way. It's a more contact sport. Exactly. That's 15 games in in, in the matter of, what, about 20 weeks? Yeah. That's a lot of football for for probably the arguably the – hardest sport to play or, or the toughest sport to play and the most demanding on your body in the entire world and yeah that uh, like somebody was saying why don't they just play two football games a week and I was like you got to think about those offensive linemen who get chop blocked or you know get hit on the legs almost every single play and it 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 physically tears you down I talked uh, to a friend of mine uh, from North Carolina and they uh, University of North Carolina and they were just saying, you know, look, like if we played in the fall and in the spring, it would wear us down. It, it, because if you got to think about this, what if the NCAA says, oh, since y'all played in the fall, now y'all got to play in the spring with everybody else? So now you're playing fall, spring, and next fall. That would be absolutely insane. And, you know, for a college athlete, I'd be like, shoot, I can't do this. Like, I. There's just no way. If this is what it was intended to be, I wouldn't have signed up for this, and I wouldn't have either. Right. That, that, that is why you could see potential star players that are younger that aren't eligible to come out this year opt out this spring. And yeah. Say, you know what? I'm just going to wait till the fall. I'm not going to play. Like, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised to see, like, a Spencer Radler at Oklahoma do that. Yeah. I'm very high, high on that kid. Like, I, I know the Big 12. He did I know, get in I, trouble. Yeah. And, and I, I know the Big 12 is currently p- scheduled to play in the fall. But if they were to get pushed to the spring, I could totally see – quarterback like Spencer Radler oh yeah some of his offensive linemen just saying you know what forget this here it is I'm, I'm going to play in the fall y- y'all have fun in the spring yeah and then uh one last thing on college foot college football and then we'll kind of talk about two individual things uh what do you think about the uh movement that Trevor Lawrence started uh at the beginning of this week I think it was Sunday night uh and saturday sunday night it hashtag was, let them yeah play, right? let, let us play or we want to play mm-hmm. um what do you think about all that how the players are basically kind of starting their own college football player union i think that they deserve to have a, a voice heard because everything goes over their head and as i tweeted uh i don't know it was about a week ago i'm i'm 23 years old i know you're a little bit younger than that too uh, we're, we're about in that college demographic of these kids and I can definitely assure you, we're tired of people who are in their 40s, 50s making decisions and saying, this is what's best for you. You don't know what's best for me. Yeah. I know what's best for me. My family knows what's best for me. You, people who who are up there in age and, and will never play another down of football in your life, don't know what's best for me in my family situation. Yeah. Like, and, and I'm just – the players have no voice. And I'm tired of it. And I, I – I, I fully support it. I fully support Trevor's movement, and and I fully support any player that that 
wants to say, like, you know what? No, I don't want to play, Trevor. I don't want to play. It's like you have every right to opt down, and your scholarship will be honored. We we, we get it. We understand. But but if you want to play, and there's enough to play, why are we not playing? We owe it. They owe it to these kids, especially because have you ever heard the, of people who work for free wanting to work to give other people money, and the person that wants the that yeah is getting the money says, "Nah, we're not going to play. I don't want any money." Yeah, have you heard of that? Yeah, that, I have. that is that is honestly what is going on in college football right now, and it's like a player safety, and I get it, but it if they want to play, let them play. Let's go out there and play for college football. Yeah, if 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 you have enough, and and it looks like honestly you have enough, and it's like the players that don't want to play. Well, I get it. Uh, you under, uh, understand everyone's situations different, but come on. Uh, I, and it's like you said, and you know, everybody has a different situation. And we were talking about this before the show even started, the Big Ten, and mm-hmm. reasons why they canceled it was because of the fact of, you know, some schools, like Ohio State, have money. And then Illinois doesn't. And I talked to multiple athletes this week asking them what they thought about it, what they thought. Um, I'm just going to pinpoint one specifically. I heard from people at Georgia Tech. I heard from people at North Carolina. I heard at people from NGU. Um, so D two, D one athletes, and they all <laughs> you covered all your bases. Yeah, yeah, and so I, and they all said the same thing. Any, even NAIA players have said this too. Um, I'm actually part of the movement because I feel like we can play. Obviously, I want to play. However, I understand the different reasons and backgrounds why people don't want to play. And he said, but I do feel safer on campus than I do going back home, and that is a. That's a big thing because you got to realize, and not trying to pinpoint anybody specifically, but uh, I do want to pinpoint one Georgia player that got in trouble for going back home, DeAndre Baker. Uh, you know, he was a big NFL guy, got in big draft into the NFL, and then he went home, screwed up, and now he doesn't have an NFL job. And that may be some instances for these college athletes. If you go home, more than likely you're going to get in trouble. And they don't want to go back home because they're in a safe environment. They're not going to get in trouble, and everybody's holding them accountable as well. And that's on, that's the exact point Trevor, Trevor Lawrence made in one of his tweets. Yeah, he's like these kids. Most of them are safer on campus than than they are going home in these places that don't have socially distant guidelines, don't require face masks, whatever it is. Yeah, because you, you, a lot of places I know Greenville's different, mm-hmm. but. If I went home to Hartwell, Georgia, not picking on Hartwell, Georgia, but if you go there, you're not required to wear one everywhere you go. You can go into Walmart and not wear a face mask if you want. But here in Greenville, it's strict. Like, okay, everybody's got to wear a face mask no matter what store you go into. So it's different for a lot of athletes wherever you go. And that's kind of the scare scarcity part of the whole thing where now students are arriving on campus. I, if I was the Big Ten and Pac-12, I would have waited till all these students came back on campus. And then if the numbers jumped, then that would be an issue because of the fact of these students that aren't athletes could go home, contract it, and come back. But these athletes are basically in quarantine in their dorms, uh, but they go to class and share class with all these other people. So if the numbers jumped then, then I would have understood why you canceled the season. Well, seeing as the NCAA kind of went, yeah, we don't. Or excuse me, NCAA. The, yeah, I was about the, to say the NCAA hasn't done crap. Misspoke <laughs> <laughs> there, Ben. Geez, the, the Pac-12 and the the Big Ten. Honestly, they they, they didn't want that. They they, they were like we're not going to take the risk. We're just going to wait, and we're just going to. So so to their point, uh, should they have waited? They could have, but that I can understand also. Yeah. 
the, obviously I want them to play. Like I said earlier, I want them to play. And I, th- I think they should play if, if they want to. But the reason they didn't, and they went ahead and just said, you know what? Nope, we're done with this. We're we're doing. We're waiting till the spring. Hopefully, it's better by then. Yeah. Because they didn't want to have the burden of these athletes that say they get sick. And uh, there was a condition. I forget exactly what it was that that, that was concerning. Yeah, a lot the of heart, yeah, the, our the, lung. Yeah, the heart and lung capacity, or something along those lines. Yeah. And they were very concerned about that, which was the main reason why they were like, you know what? We're just not going to risk it. So, from that aspect, I understand it, and I, I do get it. But at the same time, you know, I, I still these want these athletes players want to play. Let them play. Mm-hmm. If they're willing to risk it, and they're saying like, you can't sign your rights away. Yeah. But it's like, I'm just like, hey, they want to play. You they obviously shown enough interest that they want to play. So. so yeah, well, that's going to do it for segment one. We're going to come back. Uh, Ben's going to tell you a little bit about the social media aspect where you guys can follow us. So make sure you guys don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after a word from well Ben. Stay tuned. Hey, everybody. Just a quick reminder. Make sure to follow all of our social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram. On Instagram, it's at the Ben Tim Sports Podcast. Make sure you put an underscore after every single word. And then also on Facebook, just go ahead and type in the Ben Tim Sports Podcast to keep up with all of our updates and episodes coming up in the future. Now back to the Ben Tim Sports Podcast. As I see you looking over there, Ben, I just see you beating on your drum over there oh, to yeah. this music, man. I, oh, yeah. You never go wrong with little AC. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, welcome back into segment two of the Ben Tim Sports Podcast. Second ever segment, right? That's right. Yeah. I swear we'll only do that for this show, okay? Yeah. That, yeah. The, the, only for this only, one. Uh, yeah, only for this one. Yeah, we, we, First we, ever. Yeah, yeah. We, we won't do it anymore. We, we won't bother you after this with it. We'll just say, oh, second ever, second, seven ever. We're going to do it for segment three, too. Okay. Probably. Probably. Would not doubt it. But but next week, I assure you, we'll be past it. Yeah, yeah, we'll be past our excitement level. I mean, we'll still be excited to come here and do it, but, you know. Oh, come, just well, not, you better just be not, excited, Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah just week, not like, go. oh, yeah, this is the first ever segment, second yeah, segment. This is the fourth ever segment, fifth yeah. segment. Just keep going. going like, it's like, all right, guys, we get it. You can count. All yeah. Right? <laughs> but anyway, welcome Thanks, back. Thanks, Elmo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man, that was, oh, that was funny. Um. Anyway, let's move on. This segment, we're going to talk a little bit of some Major League Baseball. Yeah. Man, we, you and I are both big Major League Baseball fans. Yes, and we, we are. we share this love for the same team, the Atlanta Braves. I mean, I have a love-hate relationship right now with my Atlanta Braves. I really do. I know. that They, they, it, it's, they uh, lure you in, and then it feels like every man, postseason they just rip your heart out. No, I don't even think it's that. I mean, they're ripping my heart out in, like, less than 20 games. I mean, it's... Man, it's. I mean, eleven and ten is not bad. And, and keep in mind, you know, the top eight teams now in each league make it, so the, the, there's a good chance. And it's crazy. Oh yeah, they expanded the playoff. Yeah, <laughs> they're making up rules as they go, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what's crazy? You know, it's backwards when uh, the Marlins and Orioles would actually make the playoffs as an. Literally, I was showing you that video yes. right before. Uh, it, it was like that. Golly, it's been that video that, of a meme that's gone around for years. I don't remember who it is. Um, but it's like, like oh, who I didn't expect to see you either. Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> yeah, who'd have thought? <laughs> Not me. Um, Look at us. <laughs> but, but, but that's crazy. That that shows you how upside down 
2020 yeah. really is at this point. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's go ahead and talk about the Braves because we're in the Greenville. We're in Braves country, baby. Yeah, we're like Braves country. country stretches pretty far. I mean, I know that, that that dates back to their TBS days yeah, when they were when they yeah. were on national television. Yeah, every game. And yeah, during the 90s because they were the team of the 90s, and so literally, you know, it stretches out as far as the east is from the west. I'm just kidding. Uh, but I'm telling you, and I, I'm I'm in multiple group chats with a lot of Braves fans that half of them I really don't know, but I still see the love and frustration that they all have, and I have the same amount of frustration. Let, let's just break down piece by piece here, all right? Starting pitching, it was great, and then Soroka, you say great. We had two great pitchers. The re- the other, the rest of the rotation. Yeah, faulty yeah. faulty kind of already. Which I felt bad for. Fo- I don't know if you realized, like from his first day in the new Nike jerseys or whatever picture to his first start, he looked really skinny and really unhealthy. Yes, he did. Um, he pitched unhealthy too. Yeah, and it, you saw his velocity go down from averaging 93 I think it was last year to 89.3 that's not sponsoring a radio station or anything but I, I like no it's like miles per hour like it, that's it, it went down by almost four yeah four miles an hour and that's not good it's, like it's strange to not see Fulty throw him yeah it's so strange that's why they immediately sent him down and said hey you're just gonna have to go prove yourself and come back up then it, I'm trying to think because there's been so many changes to the Braves rotation. It's I mean, not even she, funny. Sean Newcomb's yeah, gone Sean down. Sean Newcomb went down because I mean he performed all right his first game, the second game, it, he just blew it. Uh, Tukey, he's it's not bad for Tukey Toussaint, but it I think the chicken nuggets are kind of wearing off on him. Uh, maybe the rounded waffle fries that he doesn't like, you know that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. He may be eating too many of them. Uh, but you know he's. So right now, and Kyle Wright, he's they're just really just kind of trying to keep Kyle Wright up there and try to get him because they don't really have anybody else that they can go get and say, hey. It, it makes you wonder. They say he's not ready. Yeah. But when are they going to bring up Ian Anderson? When? Or Tucker Davidson, which there, there's a sure. lot of – and they brought up Bryce Wilson, and you saw how he performed. But it, every MLB player has said when you come up – Okay, so majority of these guys have been in AAA or AA. Like Kyle Wright, if I'm correct, he never played. If I if I'm right, and I could be wrong, no could pun be intended. Very wrong. There, right? Yeah, I could be very very wrong. But yeah, ha ha ha. I, 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 I just now got caught, it. Yeah, I, just, just now registered. I could be right, Kyle Wright, but I'm probably wrong. Uh, but I don't think he played in AAA last year at Gwinnett. I think he stayed in Mississippi for AA. Um. And I could be wrong. Could be. I had to go back and fact check that. But, I mean, shoot, coming from double A to the major leagues in an off season, that's hard. Because you, and, you know, your velocity and how your stuff works in the minors works 100% differently in the major leagues. I completely agree. I don't want to keep bore everybody with a brace talk because we yeah. may have listeners that, that, but may want to know the full scale about MLB. Yeah, and and we obviously got to talk. We, we are getting to that. We are yes, and I I kind of want to talk to you about the elephant in the room. 
with this coronavirus update, uh, this breakdown, and, and some teams, like, shoot, the Marlins had a long layoff. The Cardinals had a really long layoff. Like, seriously, the Braves, we were talking about, played 21 games. Yeah. Cardinals, uh, as, as of now, um, have played five. And, and the, they're getting back today, which is on, on Saturday, and they're playing the White Sox in a doubleheader. But, man, I feel bad for them. First of all, they couldn't even – they, they they didn't even bus them to Chicago. They didn't fly them to Chicago. They they asked them, yeah, can y'all drive there yourselves, please? Yeah, and, and, and I've never heard of doing that. But but, but I guess you got to do what you got to do to get yeah. the games in, man. It, I think they said it was a, like a five hour drive. Yeah, that's a players, long drive. Yeah, and I'm I'm just like I've never heard that's that. That's like it's so strange. But again, you played five games when a lot of teams have played a third of their season. That's like you driving to almost Chattanooga and back. From Greenville, South Carolina. That's almost, almost. Oh. So, it's that's crazy. Um, and we talked about this a little bit. Um, my question is for, and this is the last Braves thing I want to talk about. Then we'll cover the whole aspect. Um, what's this third baseman deal with Austin Riley and Johan Camargo? Because of the fact of there's been highlights of Austin Riley, but really not anything consistent. Um, and same thing with Johan Camargo, uh, where he's he's had good moments, but a lot of them are more negative than positive for both of them. Uh, so my question is, what are the Braves going to do? And now you got Acuna out for day-to-day. you got Ozzy Albies on the IL still that no – He's take. They, they said he took dry swings yesterday. Yeah. So I mean, um, what, what for whatever that's worth. Yeah, I don't know what that's worth, but I mean, you know, and you're already kind of seeing Cole Hamels. You don't even know if he's going to be able to well, even play this year. Well, they um, they said he he should, and they they expect him to be back late by, September. I, I thought it was like very beginning of September. Well, who knows? It's Cole Hamels. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> whatever it is, we need him back as yeah. soon as possible. ASAP. Yeah. <laughs> um. But you know, it, it's just. Everything's kind of fallen downhill since the Braves. I mean, got their tenth win, and it's just yeah, it's nothing. They see they were rolling right along, and then all of a sudden, and you think for reasons maybe related to COVID. Actually, no, they've been actually hit by the actual injury. Yeah, bug. I mean, Ozzy and Ronald with their their wrist uh, starters because the bullpen's been actually really good. Yeah, the bullpen. But I the starters can't even goal, get to the bullpen. fifth inning. Let the bullpen pitch the whole game. Let's see how that goes. All right, well, the thing is, there's been a little bit of wear and tear on them. Thank the Lord, Max Freed's going tonight. Yeah, thank, uh, but but. I actually Man. may get fantasy points tonight. I'm telling you, I've lost all uh, – this week will be three weeks in a row I've lost because of my team. Really? Uh, you played fantasy series. too? Yeah, yes. I'm on a fantasy league as yeah. well. And I got Max Freed, man. I'm happy. I have Max Freed, and I hope he gets me like 100 and something points, but it won't happen. Lord, but, what is your point scale? Well, right now, right now I'm losing to somebody that has also lost two weeks in a row, and they're beating me right now 240-something to 140. I know, and Thanks, it's because buddy. I had Acuna, but I don't have another outfielder on my bench to swap him. So, literally, I've been trying to trade, especially for one in particular person I want to talk about real quick, uh, now that we're covering the whole MLB scale. Um, tell me what you think about this 21-year-old Padres shortstop, Fernando Tatis, Tatis? Jr. Tatis? Dude, the dude's Dude, a this man's an MVP. He's so fun to watch. He's an MVP already. I, I, I'm he's telling so you, fu- he's so much fun to watch. I, I don't. I gotta be honest with you. 
I can't. I don't stay up a lot and watch them because they, you know, West Coast. And yeah, everything. West Coast. It's I, I stay up, but I, I'm like, I don't. You stay see up. highlights. I, if, if I stay up, I'm not staying up to watch a Padre <laughs> game. Sorry, not doing it. I might, it might if they play the Braves or they're playing like the Dodgers or something because it's an interesting matchup. Yeah. But if I'm staying up, it ain't because of the Padres. <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, the, the, he's he's a he's fun dude. That don't that entire team actually has been surprisingly been good. Yeah. And it's shocking. So the stats for him, if you don't know anything, he's at. This is as of last night. All right, you're not speaking to me, are you? You didn't tell me if I don't know nothing, right? You're not. Are you speaking? Do you to know me? all of his stats right now? No, I don't. But, okay. that, but you're missing the point. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, out of 79 at bats, all right, yeah. so far this Corona season or whatever, he has he's batting three three hundred and one, which is. Uh, very good, three hundred one, which is very good, very very good for a twenty one year old. Let's let's be realistic. Eight home runs. He doesn't look twenty one. Do he does not look twenty one. That he, man he, looks, looks like old, he's bro. twenty twenty eight, maybe. And he plays like he plays like a ten year MLB veteran. Yeah, I know. It's but you crazy. can tell. You can tell he's younger whenever he hits a, a bomb and just kind of just flips the bat. Like <laughs> it's like, oh boy. It's like, but yeah. Yeah, eight home runs, 18 RBIs, which is a lot more than a lot of people on the Braves have. Uh, five stolen bases and 1.032 OPS, which is absolutely incredible. Say, is that good? Yes, that is incredible. <laughs> that is good. I'm kidding. Of course I know that's good. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, uh, to cover a little bit more of COVID stuff, Ben, we might have another outbreak on our hands. Oh, uh, Really? Yep, this coming in, I'll just take a look. It appears that a Reds player has tested positive. Oh, yeah. And the the, the game tonight against the Pirates, Pirates and the Reds. Pone. Uh, you got a little audio here from Jeff Passan um, to talk a little bit about that. There are a few options for the Reds right now. And, and the hope, of course, is that this one positive test remains just one positive test for the Reds and that they don't suffer the same fate as the Miami Marlins and St. Louis Cardinals who had one positive test spread throughout the clubhouse and caused massive postponements. The Reds and the Pirates, if there are no more COVID positives, could potentially play a doubleheader on Monday. It's a shared off day for both of the teams. They also face each other two more times in September. So just as with the Cardinals and the Marlins, doubleheaders could be scheduled for those future games in order to make up these loss games. But of course, the biggest issue is trying to contain any spread inside of the clubhouse. The Reds are hopeful, hopeful Mm -hmm. that it's just one player at this point and that they can continue on with their season and with their playoff aspirations as they came into this season as one of the trendy picks, including myself, to win the National League Central. Yeah, and I mean, look, the Reds have been pretty good this year. Um, and it it's like he said, you know, hopefully it's just one positive test and it remains like that. But you also kind of want to know how it kind of happened because of the fact of, you know, these players are being quarantined every single day, just like the NBA or just like all these college athletes right now, they're kind of isolated. That way they're not around anybody or not going anywhere unless you're the Miami Marlins and you want to go party in Atlanta uh, after you play the Braves. But um, <laughs> anyway, um, but you know, you just hope it remains one positive test because honestly, you wait for one positive test, that could be just a couple days you know, for it to go away. But if it's multiple and keeps lagging on like the Marlins and like the Cardinals, 
you're missing so many games. And, and I feel bad for Reds because, man, they were hot. The, that Winker guy, that dude was on fire. Yeah. He had two home runs last night. Man, they, they the Reds were kind of on a roll yeah. recently, especially their offense. And just all of a sudden, they'll get shut down. Yeah. And it, it, it's like you only hope and pray that it's just this one guy. And you don't ever want to be anybody. Yeah. But it's just this positive has come out. And you, you just hope and pray for these Reds guys that no one else gets it. And, and not just the, them, but the Pirates as well, mm-hmm. because they played the Pirates last that's, night. That's true. Yeah, you ho- hope that it, it didn't contaminate over. And that's why the MLB t- took precautions that, th- that they did. Each pitcher has to carry their own rosin bag out there to the mound and have to bring it back in. Uh, when you do pitching changes, you can't hand the ball to the manager. Try to do as little contact as possible. And when they hit home runs, you don't even touch third base coach. You know how they come around third base. Yeah. They, they can't Ron do Washington that. Washington sticks his foot out now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of like that. I but, did too. But yeah, uh, you just got to be careful. And, and that's why we'll be taking precautions. And if players follow them, uh, You'll have a full yeah. season. Yeah, and th- this should only be just the one positive, and uh, and it wouldn't spread the whole team. And then within a matter of a day or two, you're back playing. But but if you're like the Marlins or Cardinals, as you mentioned earlier, you might miss a week and a half, two weeks. Yeah, I mean, shoot, the Marlins, for, you know, they're a great story, and that they're first place in at least right now. Uh, but I, I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. But the they made like I think that. Braves broadcast mentioned it last night. They made like some odd, like what was it, sixty some roster moves? Yeah, it, it, just to keep insane. people playing, just to keep the Marlins playing, yeah, just to get a team out there. <laughs> and 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 MLB's like try, trying to to make sure, hey, players, we want to have a season, but you're gonna have to do your part also. Yeah, and that's very very true. Uh, I, I, before we wrap up on the whole MLB talk, I want to talk about one specific team. Uh, the Astros. <laughs> hey, wait, hold on a second while I get it. Uh, you ready? You ready? That's a fastball, right? <laughs> yeah, two times is a fastball, three times is a curveball. Just a straight up, just one hammer oh, is, is a changeup. Yeah. I, I think, you know, at the beginning, when everybody was trying to hit them or, you know, they kind of found their own stride and have sucked by themselves without any help. So. Yeah, it's kind of been the total on the um I don't know what the record is now but I know they're kind of around they're kind of around 500 right now. But I know that they like I don't know if you've watched it like they have a Twitter page specifically for like their fail or their failure season. I don't know, you got to go look it up on Twitter. Like, it's, what, it was like Astro Shame Tour yeah, or something. That's it. Okay, Sh- yeah, no, Astro Shame Tour and literally it is the funniest thing that you could honestly go and look at today. Um, and we can, and you, and you don't even have to like sports. Right. You could just like a what like watching people fail, yeah, and, and that's we, and exactly what it is. We can all share in the fact that the we all hate the Astros right, right, as of right now. Yeah, pretty much. We just uh, just, just share that I, and I, just hop on board. I I think I have gained like I'm not a Dodgers fan, but I have gained so much respect for Joe Kelly. Oh, I know. I was about uh, to, I was about to say we can't go through this without talking. Yeah, about Joe like Joe Kelly is like the MVP of all of the shame tour of 2020 for the Astros. And it's absolutely incredible. I, I love the little face he made at Carlos Correa, man. That, that was, <laughs> that was great. I, I, I won't support anybody throwing anybody's head. Yeah. I, I, but, I don't either, but I mean, I don't, the face th- he made, I was like, yeah, that's what we all want. <laughs> we, we, we all want to do like <laughs> go cry. You know, come on now. 
See, I, I showed that video to my dad, and my dad just busted out laughing like the whole time. He was like, Joe he Kelly will always that. be a and legend. Like, yes, that. yes. So the Astros, always. they're 9 and 10. Um, that's the record. But it's kind of taking a toll on them. I mean, think about it. You're going up there, you're hearing all along, how, you know, what's the over under and how many times they're going to get beaned this year? And you hear that, and then uh, and you're kind of conscious, and that's in the back of your mind. And that, that kind of affects your approach when you, when you go to the plate. Yeah, and you also got to, okay, so going back, um, you know, they also had a fight against the athletics. Um, I don't know if you saw that. The bench coach was saying something I to did, a player, yeah. um, and they got in a huge fight. That coach got suspended for 20 games. 20 games. That's the longest in MLB history that a bench coach has been suspended. That's that's a long time that in is a 162-game schedule. Yeah. Let, let alone a 60-game schedule. Yeah. Where he's suspended games. a third yeah. of the season. Exactly. And so now he's missing literally – he'll be back for the last half of the season pretty much. Yeah, and – Honestly, I don't blame the athletics guy for going at him. I don't either. Man, you mentioned something about my mama. It's going down. Okay. Yeah. And so uh, I just, I just think it's crazy, like that they're just shooting themselves in the foot, and I, I love it. I absolutely love it. It makes baseball so much more interesting. Like I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, baseball's boring. Like it takes forever. Oh my god, I don't want to sit there for years and watch a baseball game." But this, this is worth it. Like this is worth the whole sixty game season right here, where literally I don't care if I get suspended for sixty games. I'm literally going to do everything I can to make sure. Like Joe Kelly even came out and said, "I don't know if you saw his comment or not about the whole thing," but he was like, "I'll never get over it." He won't, and I don't blame him because if somebody robbed me from a championship, shoot, I'd be mad too. Yeah, I don't blame him whatsoever. I mean, we'll, we'll always hold that because that title's always going to have an asterisk. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Well, always. that's in yeah. my heart. Oh, my heart too. <laughs> um, well, that's going to wrap up segment two of this podcast. We'll come right back. You'll hear a little message and come back up and we'll wrap up the show, man. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, Ben, you know where I can catch up on all the latest sports news from around the country? Yeah, have you ever heard of that podcast, the Ben Tim Sports Podcast? I have. I heard it's growing. Yeah, it's the latest news and updates on everything going on in the sports world on every single Saturday. Now, where can I listen to it? Anywhere. Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Sweet. I'll go tune in right now. Hey, we're back. Man, that sounded really good. Did you hear yourself? I did. I swear. It was almost like there was an echo. I know. It was like I was talking to myself. It was kind of weird. Wait. You ready to get the final final segment? (laughs) No. The first final segment. The first final segment. (laughs) We said we'd do it, and we're doing it. We won't do it next week, we swear. I swear. I wish I had some gum. That way I could blow a bubble. That way I could introduce the NBA bubble. What a segue. I know, right? It was almost like we're professionals. (laughs) I know. We're professionals. We are. We got the professional equipment at the professional studio at the professional Greenville, South Carolina. <laughs> Woo! Everything professional. We do it all with profession. All right. <laughs> so, the NBA bubble is officially over. And it went great, except for one person going to Atlanta and going so to a, uh, would you wing, say, would you to say, a wing stop. <laughs> <laughs> would you say their bubble was burst? 
Ooh, man, we're we're making too many puns. Uh, oh, come on. No, it, it was okay. Their bubble was burst when he went to. I'm gonna have to say Wingstop, all right. But you all know what it is. It isn't Wingstop, okay, all right. Let's be honest. We're no longer at NGU. We can say this. Okay. okay ben, yeah, that's true. Ben, okay. This ben. man went to a club, uh, oh, a gentleman's no, club. Yeah, it was a strip club. And he's like, "No, nah, I went there to get the wings, right? Because I was hungry. I was like, "No, nah, you weren't hungry. You were thirsty, brother. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Who? I, I, I know. I saw a picture of the wings. They're great. But come on. Well, we you know can what go you get were it at Wingstop. Literally. And we know this what is, you okay, were look, doing. Hold on. Let's be real. This is not an ad for Wingstop or Buffalo Wild Wings or whatever. I say, yeah, right. this is our first episode. Yeah, we ain't got ads. We, we ain't, ain't got, got ads yet. We're not there right. yet. Hopefully but someday. hey, if you want to sponsor, go ahead. Go feel free. We'll throw you in here. Um, Contact me on my personal number, or and I'll send you my number. Venmo. Uh, yeah. Because I'll, and of I'll my, send you my PayPal. Yeah, <laughs> and that goes all towards the Benjamin Lundin College Fund. Um, if you want to promote something on this page? We'll promote it for you for a small fee. Absolutely. Three thousand dollars to pay off my college. <laughs> my college tuition. I say, Ben, 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 Ben. We got to start low and then work up. It's not the other way around. Okay. Oh man. But anyway, the NBA bubble. That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about that. Um. But anyway, we, we, we just kind of had a squirrel. Yeah, moment. a squirrel. Yeah. Have you ever seen that movie Over the Hedge? Uh, yes, but remember yes. we're getting off track. Again. Come on, come on, come on. We yeah. got to focus here. Again. We got- yeah, the bubble. <laughs> so I, I want to talk about uh, first things first. Uh, the Suns. The Phoenix Suns. It's, I'm trying to decide whether this is a great story this or a sad is, story. Because they, 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 that is a very true point. Because, very, very, very because true. Because they go 8 0 and dominate. And they still dominate didn't make it. In the, in the bubble in the NBA restart. And they still missed out on the playing game, bro. Devin Booker was freaking. This is fantastic. where you have that sad, like, violin music. Like playing in the background. I don't know if I've got that in the system. It's here. okay. I might be able to find it maybe on, like, a YouTube or something. Who knows? But, but, R.I.P. to um, and it was sad, man. Book Honestly, and think about the Suns, the way they were playing, they could challenge the Lakers. They really could have. Oh yeah, they could have really challenged the Lakers. I would rather have them right now than any team in the East, yeah. except the Bucks. I think the Bucks. I mean, the Bucks are obviously going to win the East. I, I tell me, like, there's another team that's going to beat them in the East. No, there's not. You, when you say that, you say like the Milwaukee Bucks with a straight face. No, no one's going to beat Giannis Antetokounmpo. I mean, unless you want to talk about the Pacers, TJ Warren, which is randomly just showed up off off the street and is like, about yeah, I got their playoff series. Did you see who they're playing? No, they're playing the Miami Heat. Yeah, and, and, that, and yet you remember the beef easy that first round. Well, hold on. Do you remember the beef that TJ Warren and Jimmy Butler yeah. had earlier in the year? That's going to be interesting to watch. And Jimmy well, Butler's they, been a character in the, the NBA bubble right now. Yeah. Well, they won game one last night, if I'm correct. Um, and I'm pretty sure I am correct because I saw it this morning. I, th- I thought it started uh, on Monday. I, I thought be- it started today well, 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 or I, yesterday. I, I think that was the final game of everybody getting eight games and stuff. Who knows? But I know the Heat lost last night for a fact because I saw it. But um, Western Conference – Play in is today the Grizzlies and the Trailblazers. I, I um, that's kind of a letdown, man. Because honestly, I wish the Bucks would have kind of played their starters. I know be, be, because man, it'd been so much better it, had they beaten the Grizzlies and knocked them out, and had a Suns versus Portland, Devin Booker versus Damian Lillard, dude. That would have been much must watch TV. Yeah, today. it's crazy. But it is, and that's actually starting soon. People, by the time they listen to this. 
game one of that playing series may be done because by the time we're recording this, it, it, the game starts in an hour and a half, believe it or not, Ben. Oh, yeah. So, so last night, you were right. The end of the regular season was last – or yeah, today. Yeah, I thought so because I didn't think the playoffs um, the, the Heat and the Pacers did play each other last night. Um, that's why it threw me off, I guess, because they did play each other last night where the Pacers did win 109-92. to 92, so. I guarantee – Jimmy Butler didn't play. No. Probably not. He sat his butt on the bench, probably. Half the Pacers team didn't even play. Like, T.J. Warren, he was out. I mean, why? Because, I mean, er, er, I mean I'm, their matchups were set. There was no Oladipo, reason. he was out. I mean, and shoot, I wouldn't want to play anybody. I mean, shoot, I'm not racing you know how much, all them. You know how much of a, of a laughing stock the, the, the final few games were for, for some teams? It's like, hilarious. The, the, there were coaches that were that gave said to their assistant coach, you go coach it. I don't want to coach it. That's crazy. Like, uh, uh, the Clippers did it. Uh, there was another team that did. I forget that, that that had one of their assistant coach be the head coach for a game, <laughs> but it, 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 they were kind of unwatchable for the most part. E- even the games that meant something, they were kind of blowouts. The only thing, really, truly, the final game that meant something was the Portland and um, Brooklyn game. Yeah, it, where it was coming down to the wire. It was like, literally it's like a Portland if you win thirty four to one thirty three. No, yeah, it, it was a one point game. Yeah, it, it was one point game. And Dame time just kind of clutched up. That was my they next held thing. on late, man. Is it Dame time? Is it? I, and I, I can't I mean, imagine being a Suns player or a dude, fan. Oh my during, goodness! During that time, bro. I mean, the, the Nets. You're just sitting there watching going it. in the fourth quarter, and you're like, "We got to win. If we if, if Portland wins, they're in. If they lose, the Suns are in." Yeah. And it was just like this is gonna. It was fantastic, and it was a fantastic finish. Yeah. It was, it was one point game, and it was. I, I still wish we'd have got Portland and Phoenix in the playing game. That would have been something to, to watch. But I honestly think. That watching Phoenix at the end makes you think how great if they keep everybody on, how and they get a bunch of good draft picks, how great will this team be next year? Shoot, led by DeAndre Ayton and Devin exactly Booker, two guys that and you can you get, build around easily, and you can build one more great player in there as well. I know that we didn't have a March Madness, and it's hard to kind of tell who's going to be that. Why solid, do you have to bring player. that up? Uh, but I mean, you got to think, man. Like, what would what would you think if we had March Madness and you could see? For those that couldn't see, when he was saying that, he was kind of closing his eyes yeah, and envisioning. Yeah, I'm envisioning this. That you have a guy from the nowhere of like a Villanova a couple of years ago, and is a clutch Dame Time type player, and gets in in the first round. Instead of now, you have no idea who his name is. And let's talk about this in the NBA aspect of it. N- now, honestly, the seeds really and truly don't really matter other than the fact you're playing. Yeah. Because there's no home court advantage now. Honestly, that's why I think we could I see mean, some upsets. Because home court advantage in really in any sport is huge. It's huge. I'd say the least. Like, why do you think Golden baseball. State and Cleveland had those great years against each other? Well, to be fair, Golden State was Golden State. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they won anywhere they well, yeah. But, but yet, But yet, a lot, a lot of teams before that – your point, they thrived off off of it. Yeah, they, they Boston specifically. Off, I think home. of Boston. Yeah, there was a lot of teams that went back and forth where the home team won every game. Yeah, now honestly, you could you may be able to see a eight upset upset a one because I'm. It, That's true. It's not likely, but it's more likely than it's been ever in the last been. Few years. Yeah, exactly. Because there's no home court advantage. There's no advantage to being the one seed. There's none. Absolutely none, because guess what? You're playing on the same court. Yeah, pretty it do- much. It, it, it don't matter. That's what I'm saying. I'm excited about this NBA playoffs. Yeah, because there could be 
a lot of good moments. There could there could be a lot of upsets happening, and, and uh, you could see some weird teams make the finals. Yeah, that you never weird. expected. Yeah, we could honestly see like the two most unknown teams, like the Heat, make the playoffs with a team with Jimmy Butler, Kevin Olynyk, and that's all you can name. Mm-hmm. And, and and then they, they can make it deeper in the playoffs. Yeah, and a rare occasion, you, shoot. Pacers could make one because T.J. Warren could go off like he did a few times. I believe he averaged over 30 points in the bubble. Yeah. Went off for 50 one time. And it's crazy. Uh, I got a notification, speaking of NBA, the Pelicans fire their head coach, Alvin Gentry, after missing the playoffs this season. Uh, What do you think about that? They should fire the whole staff. They they should (laughs) fire everybody there. If they could, fire the owner. Because the way they handled Zion, I know, minutes, restrictions, bringing him back in. Bull crap! Come on, that, that, this man. It is Zion Williamson. You are in a playoff push. Play the dude. Send him out there. Play. And the fact in, in must win games. He played. I think it was like sixteen minutes in one game. Yeah. It's like that. That's third. What is that? Quick math here. Thirty two. That's, om- that's, that's thirty two lo- minutes without him on the court. Yeah. What are you doing? You are in a playoff push. That's less than what he did in college. Less minutes than he had in college. It, that's insane. I'm like, I know you want to get him out there, you know, get him in shape, but I'm like, you can't afford to just play him safe. Yeah. You, you are playing for your playoff live. Get him out there. I, I'm sorry. I just, I think okay. th- that whole staff just needs to go. <laughs> and I get know, a new coach in there that's going to be like, l- l- let Zion play. And you let Zion know, be Zion. You want to know who's more mad than anybody else right now? Who? JJ Reddick. Oh, yeah. Because of his 13-year. His streak year. can't do it in, man. Exactly. He made the playoffs every year since high school. Do you school. not remember when Zion came in and his press conference meeting J.J. Redick? Do you remember that? Uh, yes. He's like, yep, I've never missed the playoffs, and I don't I don't intend to start now. Exactly. And basically, he was telling Zion Yikes. Williamson, he's like, hey, don't mess this up for me. He's like, I got a 13-year streak going. Well, don't the, mess the, this up. thing is, Zion didn't mess it exactly. up. Exactly. It was the coaching staff. It was the coaching and, staff that said, no, we're not going to play him. We're not going to put him out there. Yeah, and I think the I think the Pelicans realized that, and they said, you know what? We're not going to allow that. Because, look, you got a star player in Zion Williamson that literally can do anything and everything you ask him to do. Like, if you asked him to go do a reverse 360 dunk, that man's going to go and do a reverse 360 dunk because that's who Zion Williamson is. So, now, granted, if you asked him to go buy something while he was at Duke, uh, you know, he won't tell you if it's true or not. <laughs> you went there, didn't you, Ben? Yeah, you, you went there, didn't you? You had to go there. <laughs> but it's true. It's true. It's true. So, but, yeah, that's, I mean – we did our thoughts on the playoff. We did everything really in the NBA. Yeah, we we've covered it. Anything? God, that was quick. Yeah, All right, I, I know. I, but just seriously, real quick, but before we end it, go in in the with a little bit of soccer, and we we nerd out to a little bit of soccer. Yeah, I'm looking. To, can you believe that the, the Thunder where they are right now? They're, they're, and they're going to be Paul. playing the Rockets, and Chris Paul is going to be <laughs> playing the team. I posted something on our Facebook page. Did you, did you, did you happen to look at uh, it? It depends on what you're talking Basically, about. Basically, it talks about Chris Paul is so underrated. Yeah, I saw this. Yeah, yeah I and, saw this. And he is. And people forget, had Chris Paul not ha- ha- been had an unfortunate hamstring injury, they're beating the Golden State Warriors in seven games. When he was at the Clippers. Is that what you're talking about? No, or when, the Rockets? When, when he was with the oh, Rockets. Yeah, Rockets. The Rockets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, they, they had a 3-2 lead on him. Yeah. And he had to miss, I believe, I think he left early in game six, and Golden State came back and won. 
and then was out for Game Seven. And I, yeah, I remember that because I have a friend that's a Houston Rockets fan. I know. I, honestly, if he's not out, they win. They they do not lose that series. And it, and people are talking about James Harden. And James Harden is a great player. Obviously, it was a great score. I'll say. He's yeah. A, but probably the, the one of the greatest scores, arguably of all all time. He's he's right up there with them. Yeah. He's not. But, the top one, but he's up he's, there. I, yeah, he's I'm up saying, there. he's up there. Okay. He's up there. I was about to say, you're going to make a lot of people mad by that statement. Eh, well, I don't. <laughs> let them be mad, man. I swear in the business, we're, we're, make them mad and let them listen. But, but anyway, um, yeah, yeah, and but Chris Paul kind of went with him. It was just so good. He, he was such a, he was a complimentary player to him. They didn't get along, unfortunately, and it fell apart, and obviously they're going to go with Harden because he's a better scorer. Yeah. But Chris Paul has shown his leadership ability, and he he's he got traded Oklahoma City, and people thought that he was oh he's not going to last long there. Oh, he's, they're looking at trading him. Thunder are going to be terrible. All this stuff, and here they are in the playoffs. In the playoffs, getting ready to face the Rockets. Can you imagine if he beats them? That'd be great. I I'm I would be I would I'd love that. Yeah, I would love it too. I mean, I I'm for it. Because here's the thing, realistically, I I think I'm more of like a players fan. Like I love Seth uh, Steph Curry, not Seth, because Seth Curry doesn't do anything. But Steph Curry, um, yeah, you know, you know, eh, eh, eh. anyway. Uh, and then I love Trey Young. I love I love everything about Trey Young. Oh, you're a Georgia guy. Uh, I understand? Yeah, I'm a Georgia guy. But I mean, respectively. I think it's the athlete freak nature in Trey Young and not just, you know. So, uh, but I do love what the Hawks are doing down there in Atlanta. Um, but long story short, I think, you know, a couple years ago when I was watching that game, I was like, okay, this is over. And then Chris Paul goes down and you're like, oh crap, like we got a shot. And then they start coming back and then they win that series. I mean, go back and think if the Rockets did win, tell me if I'm right. It was the Cleveland Cavaliers that won the East that same year, or was it somebody else? LeBron James. Was yeah, still LeBron with James. Them. Yeah. So, realistically, do you think they could have passed the Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron James? Yes. I mean, if you can beat the Golden Ooh. State Warriors, if you could beat the Golden State Warriors, that I think was it. Was that the year that they were like? They had KD. Yeah, they had KD and were pretty much stoppable. And they almost beat him, so like, and, and then they went and dusted LeBron James in the finals. Yeah. So, of course they could have beaten him. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. All right. So we're gonna move on to just like quick. We gotta wrap. Quick we gotta wrap yeah, we gotta up wrap. the first show. We gotta wrap. We got, we got a few minutes left here. Yeah. So uh, MLS is back tournament. Uh, Atlanta United fails us again. Uh, it was ridiculous. I couldn't even watch their games. I remember their game against Cincinnati. I had on here in the studio, and I was like, "This is." I was like, it was pathetic. It was pathetic. And I, but I, then there's so much passing backwards. <laughs> literally, after it was all said and done, Frank DeBoer was fired. Praise the Lord, because I and I, I'm I'm not trying to like sound mean or anything, but I was talking to a friend of mine, and literally we were just saying he's an European guy coaching a South American team, and that's literally what it was. And you know, you can't do that. You got to base it off of what talent players you have. And a lot of Atlanta United's players are Americans or South Americans. And he was coaching like it was a English Premier League team, and it's not going to work. It never worked. And as you can see, that's why Atlanta United kicked him out. 
Right. So and now to the surprise of the tournament, Orlando. Orlando. That was my next point. I know, I know the guy <laughs> that, that that's in charge of our Instagram page. Yeah. He's a big Orlando guy. Big Orlando guy. And it was just. I mean, I guarantee. That's why we're not friends. <laughs> <laughs> He's, and and, he, and he, he flat out loves him. And he, I don't know he, why. He, it, because he has family and his family's a oh, okay, from okay. So that's, he has he has ties down there. Yeah, okay, that's that's um, understandable. Yeah, and he he was just posting constantly, and it was basically he was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe we're doing this because we sucked for so long." And and, and they and get then to they the still final. lose. <laughs> but I think I think they were still happy to get to that. Club. Yeah, yeah, I I think that shows improvement for them, and it gives them kind of a boost of confidence going into this next part of the MLS returns, uh, where they play just teams like Nashville, Miami, and Atlanta. Uh, based off their location, general location. So um, that may help them because Atlanta United is still trying to figure out who they are. Uh, now with a new interim coach, you know, they're trying to figure out who they are. Nashville, they're kind of eh, you don't really just don't know. Um, and then Inter-Miami, you know, David Beckham is their yeah, owner. You're still trying to figure it out. Trying to figure, to figure it, out. it out and everything. Yeah. So, I mean, they have the – really, and it's crazy to say, they have the advantage here going into this MLS returns. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? Well, that's going to do for the MLS part. I want to kind of go over to Europe a little bit. <sighs> you know, know. You know where we're going. Yes. The Champions League Spain. game yesterday. Barcelona. Oh, my gosh. Got waxed. Waxed. Four go- Bayern Munich scored four goals in both halves, and won eight to two. And you come, you you said it yourself. It, like I, I hate this for Messi, and I'm like, I'm like, it's I'm like, like I, I hate this for Barcelona. I'm like, no, nah, I hate. It. I'm like, I hate it for Messi. I'm not a huge. I'm, I'm not a fan. There's not not that I don't like him. I just I'm not a messy guy, and I loved it. <laughs> I was Man. like, oh my goodness, they're four to one at halftime. Let, let what me, is going on? Let me let me tell you why. I hate. Okay, so it's like the Draymond Green coming out and saying this about Devin Booker. It's like, yeah, he doesn't belong in uh, Phoenix or whatever. It's like now saying Messi doesn't belong in Barcelona. I understand. Like he's been with Barcelona since he was a kid. Like you know, teenage years. Let me give you a hi- quick history recap of the Champions League since 2015. All right, they won it in 2015. But since then, here's what they've done. 2016, they lost in the quarterfinals to Atletico Madrid. 3-2 to two on aggregate. Went the accent. Yeah. Wow. Uh, 2017, lost in the quarterfinals again to Juventus. 3-0 on aggregate. Then, 2018, lost in the quarterfinals yet again to Roma. Four to four on away goals. Last year, lost in the semifinals to Liverpool. I don't know if you remember that game. I do remember that. That was an incredible comeback. Four three on aggregate, and then they they, they had a three nothing lead at home, and then went on the road allowed four goals. I know, and it's it's crazy. They've lost literally in the semifinals or quarterfinals for the past since 2015. And there was a stat that I saw the other day. This is going to be the first time the Champions League semifinal is not going to have either Ronaldo or Messi, I believe, since yeah. like 2003. Yeah. That's insane. It's it's crazy. It's incredible. It's crazy. How long run they had. Yeah. Well, I, I want to end it real quick before my club, Leeds United, man. Have you heard their story? No. I, I They've been promoted to the Premier League. They were in the championship. They were, they were in the Premier League. They were a historic club. Bravo. <laughs> I, I didn't know about them for a while. And I was looking for a team to be connected to in the Premier League. And I got to tell you, I kind of 
found them and I randomly picked them on FIFA. And I and I didn't I didn't know anything about their history. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't realize they were such a big time club for a long time. Like and I think they re, even in the Champions League in the like late '90s, early 2000s. Yeah. And they got relegated in 2004 and had a falling out. They even got relegated all the way down to League One, which is two leagues below the Premier League. Yeah. But now they're back. They won. They won the championship this past year. And I I I was such a fan. I wanted to be interested. I looked up documents, man. <laughs> I look up documentaries on YouTube. I swear. <laughs> uh, so, so my fanhood, I'm telling you, it, it's been cemented, and I'm, they're back in the Premier League, and I, I love to Bravo. see it. Man. Bravo, good show, well, well done, good show. <laughs> <laughs> You're British. I, I'm sorry. No, I'm not. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. My but last I, name's I just, I just had to give. I just had to give credit to my boys, Leeds United, my new team. I was a Manchester United fan, but I found out I really only was a Manchester United fan because of Zlatan. I, I love Zlatan. I, I, what, what can I say? I think he's. Uh, I disagree. I don't like him. Oh man, come on! You gotta love the dude. Uh, he's too cocky. That's just what Sonny puts in front of me. I don't care. I love I him. Care. I'm sorry. I love him. Uh, you go in your hater world over there. But anyway, that's gonna do it for our show today. Yeah. So quick things to watch: the NBA playoffs. They play games. Finally, uh, MLB. There's still plenty of that. Uh, unless you're a Braves fan, and you just get irritated, turn the TV off after it's 13 to one. They'll come back and still lose. Um, the NASCAR race at Daytona, uh, which is the road course this week, uh, Austin Dillon is out with COVID. I don't know if you saw that. I did not. Um, but Austin Dillon is out with COVID, so somebody else is filling in for his spot. Um, but it's going to be interesting because like no one's really raced on it. So I mean, not that I'm aware of. So and, and it'll be very interesting to watch. Yeah, absolutely, and it be it's, man, it's been a great first show with you, dude. Yeah, definitely. We knocked out the first one. You know, we knocked out the first one. And here's the thing: I'm going to count this down because still it's in existence. But there is 20 days, and excuse me, today 19 days until high school football returns in the state of Georgia. I know South Carolina; it's like just a couple of days away. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's two weeks. I think it's 14 days away. Uh, so there's still a lot to be excited about here in the upstate and in the state of Georgia and all across the country. Absolutely. We'll be able to give you a little bit of that. I can give you the South Carolina high school football yeah. later on in a future podcast, talk about the nearby high school. Yeah. Shoot, I'll be even. I'll be covering pr- pretty much Burns because I'll, I'll be pr- producing because we carry it on our, one of our stations here in the building. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, yeah we're in a building, guys. We're, we're, we've moved up so far in the world. Like, you know, we're not in a little Go check out the Instagram studio. story. Yeah. You, you, you'll be able to, able to see. Yeah, what, 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 what the studio shout that we out in. Uh, to um, our great friends here uh, for letting us use the studio. It's Absolutely. it's beautiful. It is very very beautiful. Well, man, I appreciate you doing the show with me, man. We yeah, had a definitely. great time. And yeah. we, shoot, we may even have be able to do a phone interview next week. Man. Yeah, I know. It could be with, even fa- more with fancy. multiple people, multiple people. Hopefully, Absolutely. hopefully. And if you want to tune in, leave your questions, thoughts, comments. Do it all on the social media. That way, we can answer them right here on the show. All right. Well, again, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll check you guys next week. Make sure you go follow the Instagram and Facebook pages. It's been delightfully said earlier in the show. Yeah. And we'll catch you guys here next week. Adios. Adios. See you all next week. Later.